0: Speaking of fix, oh okay. Oh, if you would please to fix the layout here.
1: Yes, no problem. I feel what's great it?
0: personally. <laughs> go,
1: <burgers>. David is <laughs> okay, teleporting. Right. There we go. Okay, David is back. Ah.
0: So in fact, we're gonna get hell pockets on here. Okay. Uh, what's up, Chris? Hey, I'm coming for your hair. Oh
2: yeah. You coming out? You co- oh, you trying to do the real stuff? Oh, you trying to get the good one going, going all right. yeah. I've been trying to tell you for years you should get some dreads, David. Well, I'm trying to the dreads, but uh, as far as the length, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to tell folks you over here tripping about not having a haircut. This is your chance yeah. to have the most wild do of your life. You've been looking at celebrities and models having these crazy beautiful hairdos all your life. It is your chance to give them a run for their money. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to get it anytime soon. You don't have to worry about that. Awesome, right. man. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> uh, so uh, we talked with Amanda about what we're talking about here, and we wanted to get your perspective as well. So just like with her, I just figured we'd give you the floor, and you can talk about whatever you'd like to say.
2: Okay. Well, I mean, given with the theme of the show, uh, I just think that, first of all, we you, uh, Amanda, you would ask Amanda what she thought of, the FGC and how it uh, behaved in terms of uh, marginalized cultures and whatnot in comparison to how it used to. And I agree. Things have gotten a lot better. Um, and it was very painful getting to that, you know, like a lot of people <laughs> had to learn the hard way how to be decent to each other. Um, but the important part about that is the ones that finally did learn did it because they wanted to. It's very important that you do these things that you become a better person because you want to. You can't do it because someone else told you to or because someone said you're going to lose your sponsorship if you don't clean up your act. Because if you do that, it's still an act. You know, We talk about people like FChamp and LTG just being FGC villains. It's all an act, but they're really nice people. Well, that's hard to trust. You know, And that's why people don't trust people after they've been stung publicly and then said they'll change their ways And automatically they're like, you know, a 180, you know, they have to be, they have to want to change. They have to want to be better. They have to want to realize like, Hey, I don't feel good when I say these hurtful things to people, you know, and I, and I've been through that, you know, like now granted I am a black man in the FGC. I can't imagine what it's like being a black woman in the FGC. I can't imagine what it's like being a black trans woman in the FGC. Both of those things are completely foreign to me, but In my experience, you know, I've I've had issues where people who said they were my friends from the FGC told me I wasn't a real black person because I speak in complete sentences. I've been to college and, you know, I I I don't know, like a, a whole laundry list of other reasons why I'm not the most blackest person in the FGC. I didn't know there was a competition for that. But apparently, according to these people, you know, that was something that they were keeping in the back of their minds. I don't think that those people believe that these days. Who knows? But that's something that only existed back then. I'm glad most of that stuff, at least in my in, in my experience, has been bled out of the scene. For the love of God, you know. Like when I first came to the FGC, I was still the black kid in the arcade. You know. Yeah. It wasn't like there was a measuring stick or anything like that. Uh, it was only until after I got deeper into the scene and met so many other kinds of people that all of a sudden I was introduced to that kind of that kind of thinking. And I started wondering, like, you know, why do you feel like you need to tell me this, you know? Like, what makes, what makes you think it's okay to say these things to me? Um, and it's... I mean, I, I don't want to just call it ignorance because I feel like people know better, you know? Once you're not 15 years old anymore, and even then... You know what you're not supposed to say to people but you say those things anyway because you have been introduced to a lifestyle that uh you know you feel like you have to keep up with and that's been a lot of uh what i've seen not only in the fgc and not only in gaming but just in life when people are being offensive when people are being edgy it's because they are introduced to that kind of way of speaking that way of thought as a way of fitting in as a way of getting people to like you. Because when you, someone says in your friend group, someone says something offensive, and you don't, you're, you're going to feel uncomfortable if you're that guy that calls them out for it. Like when you're like 14 years old, you don't want to be that kid that's like, hey man, that's not cool. We were talking about this before the show. Yep. You don't want to be that one kid in the group that's like, hey, I think we should probably cool it with that kind of behavior because we might end up hurting each other. Your friends are going to call you a bitch. You know, they're going to tell you to get out of here. We can't hang out with you anymore. And then all of a sudden you don't have any friends anymore. So you're gonna most likely double down on what they said, try to one up them on what they said. And before you know it, it's a habit of yours. That toxicity has been passed on to you. And if you don't believe it, you don't like the things you're saying, but you like the attention and you like not being singled out by the crowd. So you just go with it for years and years and years until the point where you've outgrown that group, but you haven't outgrown that toxicity. And you start wondering like, well, how do I communicate with people beyond that circle anymore you know and when I found the FGC you know there probably were a lot of people that kind of had that similar energy you know and I'm sure a lot of people felt the same way a lot of people probably came in there and were just like hey some of these guys remind me of my old crew so maybe <laughs> I can get away with that shit still uh, and they were right they found Peter. they hit Pater. they are like cool everybody here is an edgy little asshole just like me <laughs> at least in my circle, so yeah. we can continue the, the, the glory years of high school for another 10 years. But eventually, that runs its course too. I mean, God forbid you become a top player and you get eyes on you, and then you don't even know how to reverse course because you're like, crap, I'm being paid money to just be me, to just do what I've always done, whether or not I'm comfortable with it or not, you know? So at that point, you'd have to want to change. You have to want to not say these hurtful things to people. You have to want to think about what you say and think, well, you know what, I wouldn't want to say this in front of certain company, so I shouldn't say it in front of anybody. That's just the tip of the iceberg in how the FGC is going to change. You know, I think a lot of people should really examine how they not necessarily are viewed by others, but how they view themselves. Like, are they happy with themselves? Because I don't believe anyone has been born onto this planet dropping the end bomb. you know? I don't think they were born onto this planet being homophobic. I don't think they were born on this planet to just spread hate. I think you were born at basic, you know, the basic necessity you needed was love. and So you wanted it, and you wanted to give it back. We were born on this planet to spread love, not hate. And you learn how to hate. And you hate it. You learn how to hate, and you despise it. And once you are privy to that kind of hate, you want to spread it around most likely because it sucks. It hurts. Mm. It's the worst feeling in the world, and the only way that you can ignore it is by maybe folk, like pushing it off on somebody else and feeling like you're not the only person in the world that feels like shit anymore, you know?
1: Right.
2: Redirecting and, it,
1: right? Yeah.
2: Re- redirect it, yeah. And I, I'll be honest, that was... I had to deal with that. I had a part of my life where people would shit on me for how I was in school, because I was not the typical black guy, you know? I was a nerd. I was learning the Japanese language and I was reading Dragon Ball manga in (laughs) like sixth grade, 11 years old. And they thought I wasn't black enough for them. They thought I was like, they thought I wasn't thug. And so I was like, well, I guess I gotta freaking be extra thuggish for these guys. I gotta be like the fucking enforcer in school. Otherwise, I'm not going to survive, you know. I'm gonna, my social life is going to take a dive. I and mean, that's how that shit just ends up snowballing into a personality that wasn't there before. And I think so many people in n- gaming suffer from that, suffer from mm-hmm. not getting the acceptance the way they wanted it, you know. I think they just play the role like those people that we mentioned before. They, everybody, all of them, they're playing a role because that's not them. That's a good intro. (laughs) We
0: we were talking before we went went live about this and about how for each of us, there was like a moment where we realized that we had upset somebody who we were friends with or Mm -hmm. we were upset ourselves and that eventually we sort of realized that we didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Is is that something that you can, I, I don't know how to get that for people without them having experienced it. Do you have any thoughts on that?
2: Well, I have a story about that, it's real short, and it's not necessarily about things that were said, um, but it's about how me and a good friend of mine learned to not behave in a certain way towards each other anymore, um, because it hurt us. Uh, back when I was in college and you know, we were out having wild drunk parties at the house and whatnot, uh, we used to get stupid and just like punch each other in the fucking nuts all the time, right? Just, like, beat each other up. But like, literally, that was the game. Like, whoever's got the open crotch, you just punch them right in the nuts. We used to do the same exact thing. So, all right. So, you get it. But, like, um, games like that escalate just like toxicity and bad language escalates, you know? I know that. Sud- suddenly, you know, the game that you played in the house with your buddies, you're playing it at the movie theater, you know? You're watching... You know, Star Wars Episode Two, and your friend's got his gloves open. You bang him right in the nuts, real quick, right? And he's like, "Ah!" and he get kicked out of the movie theater because you're being an asshole. <laughs> this is a real life story for sure. This is a real life story. <laughs> so, it, behavior like that continued to escalate, and you know, because we were surrounded by our ecosystem, no one was trying to stop us. We were just like, everybody was. They weren't necessarily egging us on, but they were also just like well, we're not going to be the ones to step in here and say, we we're, we're might, we might be getting a little too old for the, the banging the nuts game, guys. So, it eventually escalated to the point where it wasn't just about banging each other in the nuts. We would just do things to hurt each other for a goof, mm-hmm. right? And I was the one that was getting sick of it before everybody else. And the night that it came to a head was one that we were hanging out, and my buddy in particular was pretty hammered, and He had hit me upside the head with a frying pan earlier that night. And I was already hot about that. And I let let it slide because I was like, yo, that's just the game. That's just the group we hang out with. That's how we get down, you know. And then the next thing I know, (laughs) I remember it vividly because I was playing gear against somebody. And I was doing well, but I was focused, right? And I hear him behind me saying, hey, Chris, what did the five fingers say to the face? And I turned around and I fucking cracked it right in the fucking nose, right? And the next thing I know, his face is just gushing blood everywhere. It's all over the place. And I didn't mean to hit him that hard, but I was just like, you know, this is the game we play, you know, like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. I broke the dude's fucking nose over a game and I was mad, but I was like, in the context of the game that we're playing, this is totally legal. First thing this fucker says to me, I'm going to fucking sue you, man. (laughs) You broke my nose. And I was like, dude, we do this all the time. Why are you mad now? You hit me with a, in the head with a frying pan earlier tonight. He's like, yeah, but I didn't draw blood, and I didn't break your skull. And I'm like, lucky you? Lucky me? So I drove him to the hospital after that. And I waited with him in the hospital for the entire night. He didn't get out until maybe 5 a.m. And we ended at 5 a.m. They throw him out of the hospital. We're sitting on the curb having a cigarette. And he says to me, I, I think we should probably stop with the banging in the nuts game. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're probably right. And that's essentially what needs to happen for a lot of people to curb their bad behavior. It's not so much to realize you hurt somebody really badly, but it's got to be somebody you love and respect and their words carry weight when they tell you that they hurt you or that you hurt them, you know? It doesn't always have to... It, it doesn't have to even be about them being hurt. It could be about them... They could... No- Oh what? Did we lose Chris?
1: Uh oh. Is he frozen on your call too?
0: He sure is. Uh oh,
1: okay. Uh Well Can 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 you can you message him on the chat or I something? I can. Okay. No, I mean, yeah, I see some people in the chat say no, this is a perfect analogy. I mean, in this particular case, the analogy that Chris is using is that this is Physical pain that you're causing people and you tend to escalate the physical pain But in reality um, You know uh, When we choose to use the words that we do when we choose to use the language that we do Offensively and when we decide to treat other people badly, you know, any sort of tribal behavior right because tribal behavior is just a part of human nature and it's one of the things that we have to fight so whether it's a ethnic group that you belong to or it's this game that you play and not the other game your your tendency is to try to hurt people not even necessarily physically and it takes somebody to stop that anyways i'm gonna let chris finish his thought over here
2: oh yeah yeah. I, i was just gonna say that that is that is just something that you know it only comes about when you feel it you know and it doesn't and it's not necessarily when you feel it directly it's when you feel it and you didn't mean to feel it and you didn't expect to feel it and you've been stung by it and if you are someone who I mean there are people who can feel that way and they double down their feelings because they just hate feeling that way and they're too far gone and they they can't be helped you know I wish they could be I wish more people could just be like you know what I I don't like feeling like that. And I don't like making other people feel that way because that makes me feel like shit. I eventually just had to, you know, on all the things that I've done, I had to decide, you know, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the kind of person that will not get the call back from friends to hang out again. I don't want to think because I'm already insecure as fuck. That's why I'm saying these stupid things. Right. Yeah. You know, I just like, I don't think anybody likes me. So I'm trying to be edgy and provocative. I'm trying to make people... I'm trying to be memorable. I'm trying to leave an impression Mm -hmm. on people. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I want is for them to be like, well, this is why we don't hang out with you. You know? Because that's exactly what I'm scared of. So... My advice to people who possibly struggle with toxicity and are aware of it is to just... Not necessarily just stop because I know how hard it is, but just understand that eventually it will come to you there will be a day when you hurt somebody that you thought was on the level with you. You thought you guys were on the same page and then you will learn that they are not. And that rift will form between you. If you're lucky, they won't stop talking to you. Mo- Very lucky. Cause most likely, and we've heard stories where that just ends a relationship and you don't even, you know, sometimes you don't even know what you said. So it's a, it's a dangerous game to play emotionally. And, be prepared, because it happens. It's, and it's going to be worse than losing your sponsor. It's going to be worse than mm-hmm. getting kicked out of EVO and every other FGC major, you know? Because at least when you lose those things, you have your boys. You have your homegirls, you know? You got your family. But if you do that, if you get stung by that, you could end up losing that and all of the other stuff. And you'll have nothing except your bitterness. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what I to add
0: to that. I don't know. To be honest, I think that was fantastically
1: put. Kind of to go along with it, you know, the FTC culture, you know, you're talking about how everybody has that kind of mentality. You come in here, go, oh, okay, it's kind of like this. When everybody talks about old school FTC, when you see all those people who are like, oh, FTC, back in the day, we weren't sensitive and blah, blah, blah. Also back in the day in the FGC, like the oldest person was like 20 years old, 28 years old or something like that. We didn't know shit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now we're actually at a point where we have people who are adults and we understand and we're mature now. And so people understand that this is not acceptable. And what the FGC was missing back then was that kind of level of maturity. And so we can't glorify glorify what it was back then because we were all stupid and we were all idiots. And now, yeah, you know, we're and, and
2: there, there's some weird like fallacy where we are not allowed to shit on who we were back then, even though the people that we were back then could possibly be people we wouldn't even hang out with now. You know, <laughs> like I don't, get, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why people feel like they can't change to the point where they wouldn't. Recognize themselves in the past or they wouldn't want to be like those people in the past. I think that's great If you are so much better now than you were 10 years ago What's wrong with recognizing that what's wrong with trying to not only recognizing that? But what's wrong with trying to educate that age group currently how to not be, you know, Mm -hmm. that only benefits them I think they see all these old videos and they hear all these old stories from people that might be stuck in the past And they think, wow, that's great, you know, because they have that same toxicity building in them. And they're a little more, you know, reserved about letting it out because they've been checked before on it. Mm -hmm. And then they find out, oh, yeah, the FGC used to be super hardcore. And there's a couple OGs that still support that kind of bullshit, you know. So maybe this is the place for me. And I won't say that it's not, but I will say again, eventually the day will come where you will be forced to make a decision. Do you want to be that person? or do you want to be better because it's going to hurt being that person it's going to feel way better not being that person Mm -hmm. i can i can attest to it
0: and i don't never if you never change i feel that it means that you're never learning so it's not it's not something to aspire to to never change i think it's more important you don't need to change for change's sake right but you need to learn, and as you learn, you should be changing because you are—you have new info, you have right. new perspectives, and you need to reevaluate as a result.
2: Yeah. yeah, totally. You know, like we as 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 competitive players, that's what we are—we aspire to do. <laughs> right. like we examine our game and we break it down, and we try to remove the parts that aren't working for us. You know, right. they're not achieving the results that we want. You know, and, and that's... like there's some cases where yeah, this dumb like strategy paid off because they got lucky. You know, the mm-hmm. guy didn't call me out. He didn't read it. The guy didn't read my freaking wake up in, wake up inward, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, like, I, stupid shit like that.
1: And, and that's one of the dangerous things we have to, we have to stop glorifying the, 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 the old school kind of thing, you know, old school days and stuff. Cause that's what a lot of people try to do. You know, they talk about it like, Oh, it was so much more cool back in the day. And really it wasn't. You know, and and I, and I talked about this last week too. Is that you know David was talking about the change and learning. That's what you have to do if you feel uncomfortable. Because like you said it earlier, like you know you didn't feel good about things, but you keep doing it. But if you don't feel good about it and your discomfort. You know, if it causes you discomfort, take the time to ask yourself why it causes you a discomfort and really take that in and use that as Mm. an opportunity to grow and learn, you know. Unless, like I said, yeah. you are a piece of shit, then we kick you out of our community because we don't want you here, you know? that's.
2: that's... Hey, 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 man, some people just, you know, they, they think they'd rather gamble. they like, you know what, maybe I, I'm so close to being like the one guy that made it all the way, saying all the fucked up shit he wanted to say, you know? You know, I'm about to have a TV deal, they're going to make movies about me, and I never compromised. Yeah. Truth is, you compromise yourself the moment you stepped out the door. Because you don't believe that shit. Mm-hmm. You can, and people can tell me that shit's an act. That means they're telling us you don't believe it. That means they're telling us you're a liar. You're fake. You know? Why the hell would we give you the time of day if everything you say is bullshit?
1: Yep. Man.
0: One of these days, we're not going to have social distancing anymore, and I'm going to give you a big high five. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that was super well put.
1: Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that
0: you want to get to? I mean, it just doesn't just need to be FGC. This could be larger world if you'd like to talk about that, but
2: that's totally up to you. I mean, I feel like everything we're talking about today is the world. Yeah. Because, you know? uh... like I've been saying, it's not just FGC. Like, I think the the, the entirety of the misunderstandings with you know black people and other cultures white people asians it's because people have been so unwilling to change Mm -hmm. amanda mentioned how hard is it to be decent to each other (sighs) and i think right now it's not hard but people don't want to do it yes you know Mm -hmm. especially in america Mm -hmm. because we are a country of individualists and if it inconveniences us to do anything we're not going to do it unless we have to and that's the problem yeah. with us.
1: I mean, we're, we're, it's also, you know, very military-based. It's very bully kind of, you know, power-based and stuff. So yes. there's a lot of that in there, too.
2: I mean, we're, we're taught to not give an inch to anyone. We're taught mm-hmm. to, like, bury our opponents. We're, and everybody's an opponent. No one is an ally anymore. No one actually gets the benefit of the doubt. Everyone that has something that we think we want or is an affront to our empire we're all a bunch yes. of like miniature emperors and if the next door neighbor got a better weed whacker than me i'm gonna burn his house down and mm-hmm. then paint all lives matter on the motherfucker because he doesn't deserve it i do right. or at the very least he shouldn't have something that i don't have it's it's entirely about being unwilling to change right now because mm-hmm. they want to they don't like feeling this way but they feel like if they do change, it's admitting weakness. They, they admit that they were wrong. Yeah. They admit that they're vulnerable. And then anybody can take a piece of their ass when they want to. And that might be true, but you've got to take that. You know? And that's why a lot of people don't apologize for real. That's why you see these bullshit apologies where they don't really apologize and say, I'm sorry you were hurt. I'm sorry I said these things and people were offended by them. No. The apology doesn't really matter in the, in the end of that because in the end, You shouldn't even seek forgiveness.
1: It shouldn't matter if
2: you get forgiven. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to go straight anime nerd on you guys real quick. Recent chapter of Dragon Ball Super. (laughs) And it's been a couple of chapters like this where Vegeta has stated that he owes a debt to the Namekian people for causing mass genocide in the name of getting some Dragon Balls. And in a recent chapter, the main villain Moro ask him, do you think you're going to heaven for all that you're doing? You think you're going to become a good guy because you're fighting me? And Vegeta says, you know what? I know I'm a villain. I know I'm going to hell. It's not about that. It's about making sure that what I did to someone else is what I, what I did to the Namics and other people in this universe never happens again to anyone else. And if I can stop that from happening, that's all that matters to me. I don't care if anybody forgives me. I just don't want to see this shit happen to anyone else anymore because it's gross. And I know it doesn't make you feel good. I know it doesn't make me feel good. And that's why that shit's powerful.
0: There you go. <laughs>
1: Thanks for coming on, man. That was, that no was problem, man. <laughs> Vegeta, dude. <laughs> Vegeta, dude. <laughs> Any, Repenting. Anything that you want to plug for yourself?
2: Any projects coming up or anything? Uh, I mean, right now, just chilling, right? you know, just relaxing. When the whole George Floyd uh, tragedy occurred i kind of took a step back from streaming because i felt like Mm -hmm. playing video games and trying to pretend like nothing was wrong was not it wasn't the time for that you know i'll let somebody else play that game i I still play games i'm playing call of duty right now and boy am i being introduced to some uh (laughs) older cultures yeah uh it's it's I might I'm I'm thinking about restarting the uh, the activity this week, actually. I was actually talking about it with a couple of the goons on twitch.tv slash game goons. Watch the goons, by the way. Um and it's it's a good time for me to get out there because I've organized my thoughts. The energy for me is up high again. I'm able to have fun again. I'm still angry as fuck, but I'm not gonna let it just Overtake me you know there are ways for me to get my anger out. That's not on my stream You know I can go out there and protest I can donate to charities. I can talk to you guys I can talk to the people you know anybody that got questions come and hit me up, and I'll tell you about my experience All
1: right, dude cool.
2: Thanks. Thanks for hanging out, man I, I really appreciate it. No problem, man Anytime by the way shout outs to finally having me on the Rival show you guys may not know this me <laughs> had the competing shows for the longest time, Super Desperation Radio and Ultra Chin. And yeah. that's to give you so much shit because you wanted to do a Monday show during our time slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Thanks a lot. No problem. Y'all take it easy. Peace.